I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, there's been an awful lot of DIY going on during lockdown, but could you put your DIY skills to the test to win a whopping 10 grand? Do you know your drill bit from an Allen key? Well, the search is on for exciting DIY projects, big and small. So whether you're a DIY expert or a novice, you're invited to take part. And the, this is all RTE's uh, big DIY challenge. And the man presenting the show is a very familiar face. You'll probably know him best as the uptight principal trying desperately to keep Connor and Jock under control in Young Offenders but he's also a presenter and comedian. PJ Gallagher is on the line with me now. How are you doing, PJ? Not too bad at all, thanks a million. I hope people don't get the wrong idea that I actually know what I'm talking about when it comes to DIY, <laughs> by the way. I, like, I am one of the worst in Ireland, which is why I'm doing this job. Well, do you know, that was my first question because normally I firmly fall into the category of, oh, look, it's broken. My husband's not here. I could call my dad, but that's going to be an awful lot of effing and blinding. Maybe I could sell it, tape it together. That's kind of my... My approach to DIY, PJ. But you're so you're hopeless altogether. You're not good at all, are you not? Oh my God, you're obviously better than me if you're using sellotape. I just learned to live around the problem. Like if something just breaks, I just learn to live without it. You know, I haven't had a bulb in my hallway for about six years. One day, and I'm not going to tackle it. Yeah, no, I'm brutal. I'm so brutal at it. Uh, and I think that's what sort of makes this show a little bit different to the rest of them is that normally these kind of shows are hosted by experts four experts on our huge projects. This is very much not, this show is not that. This is very different. Yeah, tell me about this because you are on the lookout for DIY enthusiasts. There's been a lot of this going on, particularly in the first lockdown. We had DIY uh, companies coming on saying they couldn't uh, meet the demand of the amount of people painting and decorating and all sorts of stuff. Oh my God, remember the queues going right to going around warehouses like yeah. three deep and everything. It was like a Swiss roll of people going <laughs> trying to get into a place. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so a lot of people started DIY over the last 12 months that never even touched a paintbrush, like myself, I suppose. Uh, and I suppose this show is about looking for all sort of skill levels. So we're looking for people who are, like, are brilliant at it, uh, to be an overall winner, get your hands on 10 grand. But there's also cash prizes for people who would be a viewer's choice or just a have-a-go hero. Like, we really want have-a-go heroes, you know? Uh, I do anyway, because uh, last year I kind of broke more things than I, I fixed, you know. Uh, and like, so like we were saying, before, like I was saying to you before, like you, a lot of shows you watch them, and I don't know, Dermot Gavin or Dermot, uh, some fella called Dermot. <laughs> One of them, really, yeah, the Dermots, they're taking over all those DIYs, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, a lad <laughs> called Dermot turns up and he tells you it's going to cost, uh, I don't know, a million quid, and it costs five million quid, and it takes five years. You've got ten days in this show, and that's all you've got. You've got ten days to do a project. And at the end of that 10 days, it might just be worth 10,000 quid to you. Now, is, how does it work? Because it, it, do I have to come up with the project myself or do you set you do, the project? Yeah. Okay. 
No, you do. It's your project, so it's whatever you want to do. So if there's a job in your house you've been looking at and you've been thinking, geez, I must get around to that eventually, you know. Maybe it's building a shed or building yourself an outdoor barbecue or maybe it's just looking at a bench and you think, I could make a, a coffee table out of that. Uh, it can be anything that you want to do in your home. Okay, because last series there was some fairly ambitious ones. Uh, I know one woman pretty much did up her entire bathroom, didn't she? I know, I know, but she, she went mad, yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of people went mad last year and then they realised after eight days they're not going to make the deadline. Um, yes. But you know what, they still got the job done. Yeah. They got, <laughs> you know they got it mean? done. And you know, this is great because I don't know about you, uh, PJ, but around my neighbourhood, right, you can see the competition already among neighbours, right, with DIY. You know, <laughs> such and such as his deck laid, I'm going to lay my deck and it's going to be better. So I can see why this would be an absolute success, you know, a show like this. Oh, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm saying it's all about Have A Go Heroes, but we're talking about people who are big show-offs as well. Like, I mean, you <laughs> You want a lad to build a huge man set with a pool table and, like, you know, reclining outdoor chandelier feature if he's able to do it too. <laughs> uh, so, you want to, so you're so off that's like some of the lads that are around your way. More than welcome. A hundred percent. Come on to this show. This is for you. This is for you. And 10,000 euro, that is a lot of money up for grabs here as well. Bad money in a now pandemic, is it, you know? Not a bad. So you can't spend it, you know? Yeah, this is it. Now listen, whilst we have you here, right, I know uh, COVID is putting a stop to all sorts of crack and fun, but is there any chance that we're going to see you uh, and the guys back in Young Offenders? Is there another series coming our way? I don't think so. I think that's, I think everything that's happened in the world has kind of um, pushed that away because uh, a few reasons. I mean, Conor and Docker aren't getting any younger. No. Uh, so they won't be the young offenders anymore. They'll be the repeat offenders if they go back <laughs> and do another series. Uh, so, so no. And they, I guess they've been two years like without get being able to get stuck into their what was their start of their career. Yeah. So I imagine that when we get back, they'll want to do something different and spread their wings and you know so I don't I, I, I wouldn't say you never know I you mean, never you know, know. Oh, I know the BBC would love it so we'll, yeah, we'll just see what happens we'll see what happens because you know we just love it we do we're massive fans of that show uh, now listen this is uh, the portion of the interview that I like to call Sinead asks celebrity silly questions are you up for this? I'm up for it yeah yeah okay. I'm full of silly answers you know oh, fantastic okay hang on we get the music here now and everything <laughs> okay, who was the last person you texted? Don't say me because we did have a text conversation. Somebody more exciting. I just texted my sister. I texted my sister there to ask her if my ma has ever used the phone that she got for Christmas. The answer is it's still in the box. Okay. <laughs> pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Uh, if you put pineapple on the pizza, I'm calling the guards. It's the same as that. Well, you'd be calling the guards on Leo Sayre. He likes a bit of pineapple pizza. Just, you know, we we interviewed him. That's what he said. Uh, What song... He's a criminal. He's a criminal. He's a menace to public. (laughs) What song would have you running to the dance floor? What song would have me running to the dance floor? Yeah. Oh, I'd probably... um you know that uh, walking on sunshine? That's oh. the guilty bop along in the toilet to, uh, to be self on a brush with heat song. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, who was your childhood hero? Oh, it was Evil Knievel. And it still is. Where are all the daredevils gone? They're all fake conscious lunatics these days. Oh, brilliant. And as a kid, what did you want to be when you grow up, Evil Knievel? I have a clue. I had no idea. I still don't know what I want to be. I'm not particularly good at anything, so I'm just winging it, to be honest with you. You're winging it. Okay, well, yeah. it's fair I play to you. I want to be retired. Well. Even when I was a kid, I wanted to be retired. <laughs> Strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? Oh, I remember doing a gig on in Vicar Street and somebody threw a pair of underpants onto the stage and then when I was finished she was waiting there and she goes, sorry, can I get my underpants back? I wouldn't normally ask. Well, you're part of a set! 
<laughs> Love it. They must have been nice ones then. She didn't want to give they them up, you know. Been, all I remember was it knocked the crack out of the gig when I'm walking around looking for somebody's underpants <laughs> for half eleven at night on my own. <laughs> uh, if you could have dinner with anyone live or dead, who would you have dinner with? Oh, uh, Eric Estrada from Chips. Do you remember him? From yes! Chips? Yeah, him. Because I met him once before and he was the nicest man in the world and I didn't get oh. to there you go. So you'd have a bit more of a conversation. Uh, if today was your last day on earth, what would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Panic! Run to the doctor! <laughs> trying desperately to find a way to stay alive! <laughs> I mean, let's not pretend I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> PG Gallagher, great to have you on 11 to 1. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show. All looking forward very much to the big DIY challenge. We'll have to watch this space in terms of when it's on, won't we? Yeah, thanks a million for having me on tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time for us. Not at all, not at all. PJ Gallagher there. If you want to take part, you can simply submit your plans in advance online or te.ie forward slash lifestyle. Okay, that's where you'll find all of the details of this. Registration closes Friday 26th of February at 11pm. Okay, so that date will will come upon you. So if you have a project, big or small, as PJ said there, or te.ie forward Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 